Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get up, get up, get up. Go Simon. Get up, get up, get up. Go Simon. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. Good yeah. morning. Y'all ready? Good afternoon. What time is it? It Who doesn't is matter. It? Where it's am anytime. I? It's Ladies any- and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of the podcast, which I'm not sure which name we settled on. Yeah, <laughs> we thought that it was illegal to have one name, so we went with another name, and now it might have two names. So welcome to the podcast. I'm yep. Sean. I'm Charlie. I'm Maddie. And we're here. So we... Oh, I'm sorry. No, nah, you were going to start, because yeah, I you, told you guys you're taking the lead on this. So I wrote down pet taxidermy. <laughs> what and, about and, it? And cloning. Well, pet taxidermy is interesting. Remember I told you when the old man died, the old man was Elvis. The yeah, first, he's talking about his dog. The, oh. The first- <laughs> not, his, not his father. <laughs> and and not the rock and roll star. The first little black dog, Elvis, black shih tzu I got with my first wife. We got him in Richmond way back. Mm-hmm. God, when would that have been? That would have been like 95. Okay. And so he lived to be old mm-hmm. and he laid, he laid around a lot. You know, he lived alone, basically. Yeah. He had, he had a lot of downtime. Because you were busy doing lots of things. I was busy, and he learned to take care of himself. <laughs> Just be real laid back. He was, he was a latchkey dog. He, he laid around a lot. <laughs> so I figured, and I loved him, man. He traveled with me. When I would come back home or when I went on trips, he was always at my right leg. Mm-hmm. And when I would come back home and see my old friends from high school and stuff, I remember Will Revis. He's also dead now. But when I I ran into him, he was drunk, and Elvis was at my right leg, and he goes, damn, man, that old dog's still alive. And I said, yeah. But I got to thinking about it, and I was like, good God, when the old man dies, I think I'm going to have to have him stuffed, because he's always been with me. And then just hang him off your right leg? Or just have him on his pillow, you know? Okay, so you remember in, what show was it where they had Rowdy? The, um, scrubs scrubs okay so they had the, the taxidermy dog rowdy yates and and that dog was cool as hell but at the same time i was thinking about it after we talked about that wouldn't that still be weird like isn't wouldn't that be that one step too weird like remember the grandpa and lost boys had all the taxidermy stuff never and, saw it you never saw lost Boys. Well, oh, that's right. you it, never it, saw just, it doesn't feel right to me to have an animal that i'm so close to to then have its dead body stuffed and keep it in my house. Because, and it's mm. like you say that, and it's like, sure, it's okay for us to do that with an animal, but obviously you would never do, well, do right. that with a loved one. Well, but <laughs> my imagine? animal is my loved yeah. one, so why do I think that's okay? Nana, you're just <laughs> going to have you taxidermied and sit over here in your favorite rocker for the I'm, rest of time. I'm actually getting emotional because that dog, when he did die, I kept his bed where it was for at mm-hmm. least a year. Aww. Which is great, and which is sweet. Like, we were cleaning out some stuff, and my my wife found, like, a bunch of her, her favorite dog stuff, and, and that's great. 
But it's like this idea of, and I think it came back to the idea of cloning your pet. Because there was, I think that was it a cat or there was mm-hmm. two cats or something. And that to me feels weird. Like oh, that I feel stupid like, old 20 year old cat. Yeah. Yeah. But cat so, two or whatever. Well, how, how <laughs> do you two? feel about having your um, animal's ashes? I have them. In a box. I do too. Them. Well, so do I. But I'm to the point now where it's like, I don't really want to display them. It's no. been a while since these animals passed away, yeah. but I feel bad. I don't know what to do with them. I don't want to get rid did, of them. Wait, did I tell you all when I, uh, so we, I had a cat, so we, they gave me the cat back in, in her little box, the ashes. Yeah. They gave me a tuft of her fur yeah. and I was yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, that's sweet and all, but I have plenty of her fur still around. <laughs> all over it's the It's going to be in the house <laughs> for years. Real, I just think that's so like that idea of cloning a pet. Like I get it. Like I've had pets that I love. Like my first dog, Sasha, was the best. She was the best frisbee dog. She did. She was. Uh, she lived to be like sixteen. She was fantastic. But the idea of then, it's like we joke about cloning Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it ain't the same. <laughs> it's not the same. You're not gonna come out with you know honest Abe. You're gonna Bye. have. A- <laughs> <laughs> no, no honest Abe. Emancipation Proclamation on his day. <laughs> that is the thing that I wonder about because the very first pet I ever had that was my pet, just mine, was my cat Sebastian that I got when I was in college. And that cat lived to be 19 years old. Wow. I and mean, he was the cat that everybody said, I hate cats, but I love your cat. Yeah. I mean, he was just awesome. He would hug you and he was sweet and whatever. And so if I were to clone an animal, I would totally clone him, but... What if what if it's like multiplicity and there's a glitch in the system? Right. Or what if it's, it's always just, a glitch? And again, what if it you you clone this animal and what if it doesn't actually end up with the same traits? And That's, like I think there's a do? very good chance that you're it won't. not the same. Yeah. So then you jettison it. You know, it's like hey, try it again. We'll get rid of that one. Have that one stuffed. Start over. <laughs> You've got 45 <laughs> cats because they didn't all turn out the same. It's, it's put that one in the cat room with the other taxidermy cats <laughs> to start over with the next one. They're all meowing at the same tone and the same sound, so it's like one big meow, meow, <laughs> meow. No, but it's all the weird. It's not the cute first cat's meow. It's all the weird cloning cat meow. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the last one, we got the the other little black dog to bridge the gap because when Elvis started getting old and rickety, I knew I wasn't going to be able to handle it. No. So that's when we got Shemp. And then when he died, that's when I wrote it off. It's like, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to get that close to an animal again. There's still a hanger on cat, you know, <laughs> my daughter's cat, which, you know. See, my parents are going through that now where they had dogs there at like forever and they went through a very long period without a dog and now my dad's working on my mom to try to get one but her whole thing is that he always wants to get the animal and then she has to do everything mm-hmm. like right. last time they got a puppy and so she had to do like like taking it out clean up the messes everything well, my how dad, long ago was that was that like full life cycle 15 years of a dog it, he their last dog mulligan i think uh, was like twelve or thirteen. Okay. So, but so, it, and now it's been a couple of years. But I think it's interesting that now they're going back around and they love animals. So, See, you know, I'm at the point now, man, where you don't know. I've told you guys, maybe next week, maybe in six months, maybe in a year or two. One of these mornings, I ain't gonna be here, and it's just gonna be poof, and I can't have a dog holding me down. <laughs> yeah, but you say that, but like John Wick had a dog, yeah. the second dog, but John Wick had a dog that was like his ride or die that rolled with him. Yeah, right. You can when still you leave, the dog can go with you. You never saw, yeah, John Wick had a dog. 
You never saw John yeah, Wick. Yeah, we saw what up. happened with that. Dog. You never saw John Wick picking up poop. You never saw John Wick, you know, in up in the middle of the night with that dog throwing up on a rug. John Wick is not real, dude. You never saw John Wick having to give his dog allergy medicine because he's exactly. chewing his paws yeah. off. That would be yeah. the, the lamest. <laughs> John, John Wick 3. Somebody <laughs> to the vet. Somebody ate a whole box of Power Bars. John Wick putting doggy medicine in a hot dog. Yeah. Jeez. Come on. If it was like that... Nah. <laughs> John Wick with the syringe trying to get it to take it to medicine. <laughs> rubbing the throat to swallow a pill. Oh. John Wick's dog drinking the water out of the Christmas tree stand. <laughs> What's that sound? It's John Wick's dog. Get in the car. <laughs> get in the car. What's in your mouth? <laughs> Drop it. No, you only saw the coolest moments of that, man. Right. I, but I still feel like, I feel like you could still jettison from society with your side dog. No, if I had a dog that I could visit or I had a dog that I could hang out with on occasion, like, you know, like a rental. Well, well then, you want someone else's dog. Yeah. Okay, well then. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> all right, so think about the Cat Cafe downtown Greensboro. No, oh, yeah. I will not think about a Cat Cafe. Okay, but I'm saying, what if there was like a dog cafe? That's a lot of dogs. Where you could if go and hang out with the little puppies and then you can leave. I think that's what we need. I think that would be cool because then it's like, all right, so Crooked Tail, it's like 10 bucks to get in and you get to hang out with the cats. And it's a cat. So like they'll even say, okay, well, you can go hang out with them, but don't touch that one. That one's not very nice. Or, you know, stay away from that one. OMG. He, this cat doesn't like yeah, this. But, see, but a you dog. Have to, you have to think the difference. A cat cafe can be all chill because you can really go in there and it's like the cat's like, oh, whatever. I mean, I might come over and rub on you. I might not. And, <laughs> you know, and then they kind of leave you alone so you can enjoy the cafe part of the cat cafe. That is not going to happen in a dog cafe. True. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pay me attention, pay me attention, pay me attention. Yeah, it's like which dog's going to eat all the food off your plate first. Yeah. Just you know? nonstop leg humping. But <laughs> I still think it's a good idea. I I would like to circle C that, put it, put it, put a mark on this one, write down the timestamp. I think we should have a dog cafe. I don't think it would ever work. But, but you know, you so can, my point was you can have your dream. And so when you vacate, then you can come back to the dog cafe, rub on some dogs, and then go away. Or just be that guy who shows up to the dog park. Oh, the weird guy who doesn't have that's, a dog at the dog park. That's <laughs> almost as weird as the man at the children's park. Exactly. Or like the guy with no kid in the toy store. Like, <laughs> now I'm just looking. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Animals are a lot to take care of. It's a big commitment. They are. And I, I am nearly done with commitments. You they know? are. Actually, when I was single and my both of my dogs had gotten older and passed away, I took a break. Like everybody's like, oh, when are you going to get another dog? I'm like, I have been taking care of dogs for 17 exactly. years. I am good. I want to take care of myself. I want to travel. I don't want to have to worry about when, how long I've been gone. When's the last time the dog went out? Who's going to take care of it when I go? And then I got in a relationship and we got another dog. Exactly. <laughs> I do love the fact that I'm currently trying to plan a spring break trip around a house, a beach house that will allow pets because it's actually cheaper to pay a pet fee on some of these houses than it is to board them. You're, yeah. You made me so sad. I heard him on the phone the other day trying to book a beach house and he's going, yeah, so I read. He goes, wow. He goes. Yeah, I saw on the website that you don't allow pets, but <laughs> I have three dogs. <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, really? Okay. First of all, you eavesdrop terrible. 
Second of all, what I was saying was you only allow two dogs. And I have three. But, <laughs> but they're really tiny, so two of them exactly. only count as one. Look, one of them's five pounds, the other one's 15, and one of them's 65. Okay, I think so you get a hall pass. Do they only poop and pee half as much? Not even half as much. Are not way less no, than no, that. I don't mean amount, I mean uh, times. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. They're two individual dogs. They're not, they don't count as one. Okay. What about thread counts on sheets? <laughs> what do you guys know about high thread count? Because up until just recently, I thought 600 was a real high thread count sheet. Um, You know, the the nicest sheets I think that I've ever gotten is like sometimes at, say, Big Lots, they'll have these ones that they tout as being hotel quality, Egyptian hotel cotton. suite sheets, and yeah, whatever. And so I thought, ooh, I'm going to buy these. These are going to be all fancy because they're like mm-hmm. luxury hotel. Well, no, they're not. I'm never doing that again. What about but you? I don't even know what thread count they were. Yeah, I don't know anything about sheets. I've made it to 45 years of age, and I have, I will... I, I might as well be sleeping in, in sacks. I don't know. I, it makes no difference to me. I like flannel sheets. Ew, Ew, sweaty. God, what kind of animal are you? I'm the kind that don't sleeps you get hot? snug. I mean, I guess, if but you, I don't wake up like dying. That's gross, I'd be bro. sweating. If you sleep in flannel sheets, you have to, I read this, you have to take them off and wash them in boiling water every day. Every day. And every single day. And then put powder day. on them. Yeah, Ooh. and then powder them. She's right. <laughs> We're talking about the sheets, right? Yes. And and your bottom. (laughs) You literally have to. I don't think I've ever experienced, like, I've never been at a hotel and been like, wow, these sheets. Oh, I have. Dude, what kind of hotels are you staying in? So anyway, 600. The Days Inn doesn't have that high of thread count. I thought 600 was high, and I was real happy with that. And then I started shopping for that. And then, you know, you go through sheets as years go by. So the other day, they had a sheet sale at Belk. And I'm looking at them and I see, oh my God, 1,200 thread count? Mm-hmm. And it was cheap. King Ooh. Sheets, 1,200 thread count for the whole set. The the god-awful fitted sheet, top sheet, and four pillowcases was like 49 bucks. That's a great price. Are you kidding me? Isn't that nuts? Again, I, Usually I, they're easy, 100 bucks or more. At least 150 bucks or yeah. whatever. So I got a set of those. I bring them home and I think I must absolutely be living like the king of the world with 1,200 thread count. Then yeah. I do a little research. They've got 1,800. And I think, what kind of sucker am I now? Then I do a little bit more research. They've got 2,000. So basically, thread count is the how tight the weave is. Mm-hmm. It's how many threads are in a, I think it's a square, is a yeah. square inch? I don't know. Uh, but it's how many threads are in there. Yeah. And so the higher number, the tighter the weave is. And it's how like slick, how nice that is to the feel, you know? But it does seem like you'd get to a certain point and it'd be like too tight. I, I haven't experienced that. Don't you ever feel though, like when they get real silky, that they feel wet? Uh, yeah. I don't, yes. I don't yes. like that. I know what you're talking about. Like I, got a, I got a set of sheets from a place that rhymes with Schmosko and they were a great deal, but I got them home and they were like... It felt wet. Nah, I haven't had that yet. <laughs> yeah, and, and it seems like they wouldn't breathe. I mean, you need your that, sheets to breathe. You're right about that, because I did more research and found out they've just released 4,000 thread count sheets, mm-hmm. and I thought, I must have these. And then I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and she said, you got to be careful because they can hinder good sleep. And so I immediately had to place a phone call, and I said, what are you talking about? And she said, Dr. Oz 
when Oprah came out and was talking about one of her favorite things was these high thread count sheets, mm-hmm. Dr. Oz said, yeah, you might think that's great, but for some people who are hot sleepers like me, um, they don't breathe as well the yeah, higher so the thread count. you're going to be all count. sweating all exactly. over the place. So, you know. But then at least isn't the sweat staying in the sheets and it's not soaking into your bed? Who but cares? Still gross. What's that for? Well, I'm just it's saying. All, my bed is for me. It's for my comfort. It's not for anybody else. For us, still, though. It's, we're not doing this for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like you would want all your you stuck in the middle, because then you take no. off the okay, sheets and well, wash them. How often do you wash your mattress? Again, first of all, <laughs> if the sheets don't breathe, it's going to make you hot. Yeah. So that's that's where you're going to start sweating. So you don't want that. But if it Even if it stays in the sheets, well, then you're laying in your own filth every night because you've been sweaty. Man, I grew up with sheets that you could literally <laughs> see through. Oh, yeah, like, you know? like 150. Yeah, <laughs> right it, like if you pulled them too tight, putting them on the bed, rip. You oh, know? yeah, I got you with that. <laughs> so these, are, I'm, I'm living in luxury now. I'd, I'd like to take care of myself on that. Of course, I shop the sales. Of course. But, but I do like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? What's the one thing where you don't say, oh, I can't have that? What's the one thing you let yourself have? Oh, gosh. Oh, you mean like a luxury item kind of thing? Yeah, whatever it is. Doesn't have to be luxury, but the one thing where you don't scrimp. Like toilet paper. Oh yeah. I bought cheap toilet paper not too long ago just because it was such a great deal and my daughter has not stopped berating me. You know no, I mean there's I will buy, say, the Walmart brand, but it's still the cottonelle, it's still the nice thick. I will not buy that paper thin horrible stuff like we have here in the bathrooms yeah. uh, all right yes. let's get off the toilet paper talk so what what do you splurge on what do you buy yourself charlie um oh gosh i don't know i'll tell you right now for me so my my wife is kind of thrifty yeah so she bought the like generic brand ketchup versus like hunts or not hunts uh heinz, heinz. yeah and it was like, you can tell the difference. Yeah. I'm a no, brand can't. name kind of guy with some yeah, you stuff. Can. Yes, you can. Really? Oh, yeah. It, One of them tastes like, um, what do you call it? Garbage? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, nice I mean, maybe if water. I put them beside each other, but I, don't, I, I guess I don't eat enough ketchup to really care that much. Oh, no, you, what you have to do is you, you have to fill up a tall glass of each. Like oh, you fill it in I gotcha. Just, you okay. chug it. And then you just, yeah. yeah. I do well, funnels I'm, of it. I mean, I'm, I'm totally like, if I can buy the store brand and save some money, I will do that. Oh, I long. shop... Don't think I don't shop at the Dollar Tree for every single thing I can get away with. Like you buy I'm, food at the Dollar Tree. That freaks me absolutely. out. Absolutely. If it's stuff I'm using in something, I'll do it. Yeah, but then mm. I, I don't mind buying a $100 foie gras when it comes up on Amazon just to eat it right then, just once. But then I'll buy stuff at the Dollar Tree all the day. I thought of you, side note, because of your you know buying food online. I, I was looking at Amazon trying to build my wish list. And I was really toying with the $500 uh, aged dry ham leg I could display on my counter and just slice off thin pieces of... You're jute- ridiculous. <laughs> nice piece of I better go ham whenever I want I it. can see you doing that. <laughs> but here's the thing. You got to be careful with one of those because it'll mold over. Yeah, but then you just cut sk- the mold off. Right? You know and that. you've got three dogs in your house. <laughs> They're, like building, they're building a doggy ladder and jumping on each <laughs> other to get that's up to it. Evolution would jump forward. That's when the thumbs would grow out. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You, put a, <laughs> you put a ham on the counter, they'll figure that thing out, man. Absolutely. That's, that's when they have the, the dogs that are wearing the trench coat yeah. <laughs> stacked up on top of each other. Hello, we're a human person. <laughs> 
I've I've not ever even really considered buying one of those ridiculous. You hams. realize they sell not only the leg, but they sell the stand that it goes yeah, into, and then you just leave it out and just delicately shave off pieces whenever you want. Speaking of prosciutto ham, um, Giacomo's, you can go in there and get yourself a nice pound of really good prosciutto ham for like thirty or forty bucks. Oh, if you wanted to make a sandwich or two, yeah, it's delicious. Forty bucks, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and do you know where, what is it called, prosciutto de parma, the good stuff? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. Do you know the origin of that? No. In Italy, in whatever part of Italy it is, I can't, I'm not going to be able to call it for you right now, what they used to do is they would throw all the garbage out of their house and let the pigs eat it. Yeah. And those pigs are what the original prosciutto came from. It's garbage pigs that made the world's most expensive ham now. Why? Because they were eating leftover human food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they they ate garbage and it became this delicious delicacy. So ham. they taste better when they eat garbage. Isn't that something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am all about some aged dry garbage meat. pig. Huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. Give me that garbage pig. Oh, how long has it been eating my waist? That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I know I eat good, so, so you, it eats good. So you really you you can't think of something that you just totally splurge on just for you, like if if you know. Anything. I, I'm not much of a splurger. I'm really not. Well, I you mean, deserve I'm to. such a bargain shopper for things. I hate spending too much money on You know what? My, anything. my downfall last year was, was concert tickets. I yeah. got, I went oh, real yeah, hard. Yeah, you got all snooty with your concert tickets. I'm still like, are they free? They're for me. And he's like, I have to sit in the first five rows or I'm not I going. I don't know what happened. I got real bougie with my concert going. I can't remember the last time I paid for a concert ticket. I mean, I've I, had tickets where I'm barely in the building, you know, <laughs> I, which I get and I get the experience of it. But there is a certain part where I'm like, if it's a band like the Foo Fighters came and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't care. Take all my money. I want to sit as close as possible. I, I just I, would, I, I hit an age where now if there's a band, maybe that's part. Maybe it's like I want to say that when I saw them, I saw them like up close and personal. And then Dave Grohl saw when I waved at him, we connected. <laughs> oh, yeah. But. Yeah, that'll be the time where it's like he comes down out of the, he comes off the stage down to the crowd and takes you by the hand and you guys. Be like, Maddie, I've been waiting for you. I need somebody to be my best friend for life. It's going to be you. And I'm like, yes, Dave, yes. Going to be that beardy guy in the second row. But. It's okay, man. No, I will say to go back. Yeah, I, I have gotten and I have, I'm in a reform year. I have to be very good. Because I got burned on a couple of shows this year. It's bad when you you spend so much money on a show and it's like a dream show, like a bucket list show, and then you go and it's somebody's like last legs, and it couldn't be more awful. And they're not great. Ugh, I'm not gonna name any names, but <laughs> yeah, don't. I'm not. I'm not. But there's some you know who are either have already done this or are on their last go round. And they should have already done it. You know what's well, sad? Oh. Um, so one of my very favorite bands in the entire world is Tesla. And Jeff Keith has always had like a really raspy voice, even back in the day when they were young and in good shape and stuff. And as he's gotten older, it's just gotten raspier. And I got to be honest, it's not that great anymore. But I still, when I get a chance to see them, I want to go. And it's yeah. like, oh, that sounded like crap. But <laughs> I like, can't help it. I was thinking about it. Zeppelin... Is still basically there, yeah. you know, like the members of Led Zeppelin minus John Bonham are still right. out there. Yeah, like they, they could theoretically do a show. Mm-hmm. He won't do it. I would lose my mind. But 
I, it's the idea of, yeah, what would you get? And I've seen what Robert Plant's solo stuff has been like, and he sings in a lower octave. He's not the same. Obviously, he's not, you know, blasting like he was well, when he was a kid. Don't you think that's why he won't take $900 million to do a show now? I think so, and I got to give him props for that. Yeah. But, you know, there's part of me, like, I even feel like I would pay the money to see it. Just because. But Just I've because. seen Robert Plant. I saw when he and Jimmy Page that. did that thing at I the MCI too. Center in D.C., and I was riding the subway with all the kids wearing their Zeppelin shirts, and I was like, yo, you going to the Zeppelin show? And we were like, yeah. So for me, I saw Zeppelin. That counted. Sure. You know? I, I saw John Paul Jones once. <laughs> He what was, was he doing? Walking down the street. <laughs> he was in another band. Oh, oh! Check this out. It wasn't the same. <laughs> My cousin Clark. You've heard me talk about him. Yeah. The guy that used to be the funeral director, and now he just you know lives on the Eastern Shore and does his walking. Yeah. But uh, he he met Robert Plant in a Nancock, Virginia, tiny little harbor town. Robert Plant got off a sailboat and walked up to a little restaurant, and Clark ran into him there, and they hung out and talked, and t- and you know it was like aren't you? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so there's a picture of them together mm-hmm. that I've seen for all these years. And I thought it was taken there in town. I later found out that Clark stalked him all the way to the airport the next day and ran up to him as he was leaving and said, Hey, hey, Robert Plant. Hey, that's me. Remember me from yesterday? Hey, uh, so he I got forgot a, to get a picture. Yeah. So he got a picture and his his thing that has happened ever since he met Robert Plant, spent some time with Robert Plant, subsequently stalked him and got the picture is everybody tells him that wasn't Robert Plant and that he was taken, that that was just some guy. Really? But it, I think it was. I mean, clearly. I find it. That would I, be awesome. I feel like he had this great, awesome day hanging out with Robert Plant and he totally ruined it by stalking him the next day to go to the airport. Okay. I, one, I I'm with you on that, Charlie. Two. Yeah. Now I kind of want to do everybody who says, hey, David Cross and or Moby and or guy from live. Say it. Say yes. It's I want to be like, yeah. And we want we're going to party now. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be the best. You know, even though celebrities oh, have all the awesome. money, somehow everyone else wants to buy them drinks. Yeah. So you would be like partying for, you'd be like, oh no, I got it. They'd be like, no, no, Moby, Moby, let me buy you a drink. Okay. okay. Wouldn't that be great though? Yes. Is that years later, uh, I mean, it's such a, it, I guess it's kind of a jerk move. I mean, it definitely is a jerk move, but it's kind of funny to me, the thought of somebody going, I love it. and then this is one of my prized possessions. Check out this picture. Here's me and I Moby. Party with Moby. I wonder like, how many people have Moby. done that. Like not, not the weird impersonator people, but like somebody who's just been like, they got mistaken for someone and they just rolled with it. Oh, my friend Joey Grossman in L.A. used to get the treatment because he looked so much like Jerry Seinfeld that they would play up on it. He would have his buddies be like entourage around him and they would walk him into places uh-huh. and they'd be like, we need to get him. In. And, and, you know, if you guys could just get back out and it would always work. He looked <laughs> so much like Seinfeld. They would get in anywhere they wanted to go. Wow. We got to start working the Brad Pitt angle over there. I this know. Guy. Why, hey. haven't, why don't you take us out with you? You, you can put your Brad Pitt name tag on. We'll take you out to lunch. <laughs> All right. Listen, it's been real. We'll check you out next week. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Subscribe to it if you would like to. And any party words, Charlie. Um, and I will think on things to splurge on. Yeah, you deserve it. Splurge on yourself. Maddie? I'm not cloning any pets unless they're really cool. And if they are not cool, into the room with the rest of them. I can't (laughs) wait to put up my pictures with Moby. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.